We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. It is the Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio, Kyle behind the glass. You guys with us, 215-592-9494. Hugh, as we, uh, we look up on the, on the screen in front of us, the Aaron Rodgers quotes from his latest press conference, or his, his podcast uh, thing. These quarterbacks, these quarterbacks are unbelievable. They're, they're, they're me guys. Like, like It's funny, Joe, because, uh, you know, Ike was in here yesterday and we were talking, and I forgot we were talking. We were talking about, we were talking about, you know, basically the T.O., like, that's my quarterback. That's oh, my yeah. guy. Yep. And and how we were, I was teasing Ike about defending his guys or whatever. That's a defensive player's mentality. We are, like, we, we've grown up knowing that quarterbacks are treated differently. Mm-hmm. And they're different. They're, they're selfish. They're arrogant. But it's okay because we need them to win. And, and the only quarterbacks that defensive players like are their quarterbacks. Everybody else, they can get it whenever they get a chance. That's why you have guys that don't mind going out their way within the realm of the game to hurt quarterbacks. But you're used to it. When you hear those cuts that Aaron Rodgers had talking about, you know, winning MVP and him, him getting them drafting a quarterback and him feeling slighted, to me he's no different than Russell Wilson. They're all the same guy. It's just that, you know, we're everybody's shocked when you hear stories of Russell Wilson, you know, having a, a, a parking space. In an office. In an office and things like that. And Rodgers is an individual just like every other quarterback is. Yeah. So it's kind of refreshing when you have a guy like Jalen Hurts who acknowledges his offensive line, who acknowledges the fact that it's not just about him. So that's why, like, for me, I'm going I'm to ride with the young man, and that's, that's why I want him to get as much money as he possibly can because we've seen guys that are individuals that think it's all about them, Carson Wentz, who had the success that he had, got paid, and now he's finding out that it's not just about him. It's not. I think it's part of the reason why Hertz has become so popular in this town. Obviously, he can play, but I think he's he's different. He's, he's different. selfless. Yes, and it, and it fits. You know what helped that selfless theme? Taking less money to help the Eagles on this <laughs> like on, on the cap. I like how you talk. All right, we'll get back to that in a second. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. But I'm I'm curious to get everyone's thoughts and specifically your thoughts on this, Hugh, because you've been in these locker rooms before. So Howie Roseman yesterday, and we asked Elliot about this, but I want you guys to hear it. Here's what he said: because usually the Eagles will. You know, they have, if they have a lot of free agents coming up, they'll take care of some during the season. They won't let them all get to free agency. This year, they didn't have any of those contracts happen during the season. Here's Howie on why. I thought this was really interesting. 
obviously we took a little bit of a different tactic this year. You know, um, usually we like to sign guys early and sign guys during the season. And um, because of how hot we started, how well we did, and how many free agents we had, we thought it, it would create a different dynamic if we started to pick one guy and not another guy. And so um, we understood that could cost us in the end, but we felt like it was worthwhile because of the opportunity to potentially win a championship. And, you know, unfortunately it came up short. Hugh, what do you make of that? Because that – you know, they haven't worried about that before, right? They give guys contracts in the middle of the season. Is that a thing where, like, hey, he got paid wide and I during the season? I don't, I don't think so, but we always talk about how the NFL has changed. It wasn't like that when I was in the locker room. When a guy got paid, it was like, hey, my turn coming sooner or later. Like, hey, you looked at it, and you're, you're happy for that person. You know, because there were guys that got paid in the locker room when I was there that I never got jealous. I was happy for them. I'm like, hey, man, you got your money, and, and you know, dinner's on you, especially – if it was somebody at your position group, hey, man, dinner's on you, you know, or whatever. That's how it usually works. Uh, I don't know about these young men nowadays. They're, they're a little different. But I would think that, especially here in Philadelphia, that that would still, that would kind of still hold true because they've done a tremendous job of, of, of grooming young, young players to come in and be veterans. Mm-hmm. Look at Brandon Graham as a guy that's like that. You know, you look at the, at the OG, and I can't see anybody on that side of the ball, defensive side of the ball, being upset because one of their brethren got paid. Can't see it. Yeah, the, what I took of that was maybe that none of these guys wanted to sign for their prices. Like They, they would have extended maybe, Chauncey yeah. Gardner-Johnson if he accepted you know 12 a year, but maybe he wants 16. He's like, I'm just going to free agency. So yeah, maybe yeah. it just didn't work out this year. I, I, I thought that was interesting because usually, I mean, the Eagles don't usually have this many free agents because if they want to keep some of these guys, it happens in the season. Like Goddard never got to free agency. They re-signed him. Maddox never got to free agency. And they could have done it. Like, again, that's what we're talking about all these guys. They have, like, 15 free agents. They didn't do it with any of them. Yeah, and that's probably what it was. They probably wanted to see how it was going to play out, and, and they were willing with the players that they had or potentially what the draft was going to work out. And you got six picks where they said, hey, we could, we could potentially lose some of these guys and replace them in free agency. Right. Because, like we've been talking about for the last couple of days, Joe, Offensive players right now, especially with this team, that are locked up are more valuable because it's all about having those offensive weapons. It's about having that quarterback back then. If you got that guy and you got some weapons around him, you got a chance. Well, and like Elliot said, in 215-592-9494 to hop in, the Hurts contract probably played into how he's thinking too. Like, you know what? I got to wait. I don't know how this is going to I don't know how look. much he's going to play. I don't know how much he's going to pay. Right. Because, you know, he may have thought in the beginning of the season, ah, maybe he's a $35 million a year quarterback. Then he played like he did, and it's like, oh, he's a $50 million a year quarterback. That that'd, changes that'd, things. That would cause you to have pause. It would. And you know what? If he's more of like a $35 million a year quarterback or 40 maybe they keep more players. Self is in North Philly. What's up, Self? Self. What's going on, fellas? I'm going to start calling y'all lock and key, man. Lock and key. Listen. I, Joe, you tripping, man. You tripping. <laughs> who's locking right, before? Who's locking? Wait, wait, wait. Why lock and key? I'm curious. Why yeah, and who's key? locking who's key? That's, that's important. I'm a, all right, here, here, here's the lock and key breakdown. First of all, y'all lock the station down. Since Angelo gone, this station, this this show right here, this is the show right here. Yeah, you know I mean? This little bad cop, good cop, bad cop y'all play. <laughs> I love that. Bad cop, good cop. That. Wait you a minute. I mean? Just make sure we grab that audio, Kyle. We, we lock the station down. This show. But, well, you know, Joe got to be a cop because I didn't. I got I got I got a. What's that? They call it a rap sheet. I got a rap sheet. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be yo, the cop. Yo, yeah. I got the show. I got the real issue. The hair. Yeah. I got the no, cop. Both cop. <laughs> both cop. The bad cop. That's right. Okay. <laughs> no, in this case, you're the good cop. Because Joe be tripping. Joe be tripping. <laughs> First of all, let's talk about Howie, right? He's not going to take no type of pick. He's not going to take no type of pick. 
Oh, but wait, that's self. He, his his contract has nothing to do with the salary cap. Don't, it, do, don't do that. No, don't I, do I have that. to don't do that. that. Wait a second. Don't if if his contract impacted the salary cap, I would want him to take less too. Everybody's for the team. That's right. Everybody's for the team. We all going to take one for Roger the team. Goodell took less right? money. That's right. Jeff oh. Lurie, Jeff Lurie, not going to start selling tickets half price. You know what I mean? Like, stop doing that, man. We got to stop doing that. Jalen gets what he gets. First of all, I'm almost willing for him to take less to go to another team than to get all the money there because I'm sick of hearing all of the bull crap he got to go through here. Let's start there. We put him through hoops after hoop after hoop, then we put fuel on there, you can light it on fire, and we he jumping through all these hoops. And now what happens? So wait, we're gonna we're gonna give him a lot of money because he got criticized. That's not. I mean, I no, and I, I, def- I self. I, I, I was a it. I was a hurts guy from the beginning. Financial, financial apology. And I defended him. He's not. He didn't get any money from me. I want him to start the day he got here. I want him went out of here. He sat on the bench. He took the team to the playoffs. Now he took the team to the Super Bowl. Pay that man, man. We don't. We, it's nothing else to talk about. Financial Pay that man. Apology. And let's stop acting like Howie's a magician or some genius. That sucker's a child. He don't know what he's doing, man. He got it. We got lucky Ooh, one year. He got him a sucker. He got lucky well, one year, all right. All well, of a sudden, he make all these calls, man. Stop. Well, okay, fine. Self, if, if you feel that way, then why we tie him one hand behind his back on the salary cap? Give him both his hands to work wait, with. Wait a minute. We're not tying no hands behind his back. Yeah, That's wait a second. You got an do. expensive quarterback. Your hands tied behind your back. It's hard. Every, every GM has to go through that dojo. Right? Well, we don't. We don't have to. That's the point of the discussion. Hurts takes no, less. Because you want you want somebody that earned it to take a. I tell you what, when y'all contracts come up, you take a. We pay already cut had. For hey, WRT. listen. We already had that conversation. We ain't taking no pay cuts. Yeah. Also, this is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> let's not. Let's not try to put a salary we. cap here at the radio station. We don't. We don't need <laughs> I any of that. Say we, you. I say hey, Joe. But it's a don't package deal. You know, it's a package deal. No, you know, see, don't do that. No, we're don't do that. Self, we, no, I like that. Batman and Robin, but no. no Batman no. by himself in the movie. Hey, I, I heard you say if, if Joe talking that kind of kind of nonsense, he by him damn self on that one. He by himself on that one. <laughs> you know what I mean? But but hey Joe, seriously, one last one last thing, man. I gotta touch on the Jonathan Gannon thing. Mm-hmm. Because I heard you say specifically that it can't be all good players when it's all good and then all bad when it's the coach. Stop. Because I listened to the station for this whole season, and when they did well, Gannon was getting all that praise, and when they did bad, the players were the convicts. Like, stop doing that. We're not going to do that. The <laughs> truth and reality of that matter is, Chiefs coached and prepared for that game. You've seen them fix things up and do things differently. Neither Steichen nor Gannon changed up anything. So, C.J. Gardner, he's right. He did nothing to put them in position to win the game. He played the same soft, pretty boy defense that he's known for playing, and it got exposed and exploited. Like I told y'all, all you had to do was slant, slot, and, and run the ball on that defense, and you're successful. Yeah, he had a bad self. He had, he had a bad Super Bowl. I, I think there's no question yet. He didn't have a good Super Bowl. Self, we appreciate. Self's become one of my favorite callers here. You, I like Self. No, he's, he's he brought some knowledge yeah. to the thing. He brings energy, yeah. I and mean, he wants me to take a pay cut, which is which I don't know why we're getting my me involved in this, but I, I like Self a lot there. And I, I, we keep coming back to the stuff with Howie or Lurie or ticket sales. They, they have nothing to do with the salary cap. Like we're talking about the salary cap, Joe and Hurts. It, it's different and. You, no, no other player do we do this with. It's always the quarterback, right? We never talk about yeah. wide receivers taking less or running backs taking less. I mean, forget because miles. It's the, the reality, quarterback. the reality of the situation is when you pay your quarterback, it usually hinders your squad. Gets it harder. Really does. But 
with that being said, there are examples out there where quarterbacks have gotten paid and they've still able to field a good team and have success. It just makes it more challenging. And it is, look, it you're right. You're right what you said earlier. It is Howie's job to make all this work. Yeah, I mean, that's literally is. his job. Howie, like, listen, when Howie, to me, when Howie went out there during the game and he told the fans of Philadelphia, y'all need to be thanking me. Oh, before because, the uh, Texans game, yeah. Bef- because I brought your, you know, in colorful words, mm-hmm. a Super Bowl. All right, then, Howie, that's that's the energy that you want to emit, emote, whatever. Then you need to go ahead and make it happen then. I'm not like if you that if you that guru that you said you are and you you blessed us with a Super Bowl, bless us again and work them numbers. Work your magic, uh Hogwarts or Baltimore or Dumbledore or whoever you want to be. Are we doing uh, Harry Potter? Harry Potter. I, yeah, I was trying to do that. You like Harry Potter? I was all right. I, I heard they rebooting Harry Potter. I fell asleep when I watched the movies. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. So I'm, I was trying to be, you know, I was trying to relate to the to the younger. Kyle. Yeah, Kyle, you were a Harry Potter guy. Harry Potter guy. Yeah, when I was when I was a youngster, my mom would read the books to me. Yeah. So, so I'm trying to be. I'm trying to keep us relevant, though, because you know that's that's the well, game. It's nowadays. important. Yeah. It's game, we got to you know? we got to hit all different sorts. We of got people. to. We got to start using like some of the some of the slang that the young kids. The kids. Bungholeitis. Yeah. yeah not, is that, that probably not that? <laughs> I don't know if that's slang for anybody, but but maybe not that. Yeah. Let's yeah, we gotta we gotta keep it hip and we gotta keep it fresh. That's what we do here, and yeah. we and we got to keep the Eagles relevant, which is why Jalen Hurts is taking less money. <laughs> I Bridget, like how it always goes back to that. It has to. What's up, Bridget? Hey guys, I just want to tell you between the morning show and your show, you guys are like my all time favorites. I'm I'm I, I'm trying to get my word back here. Um, Don't worry about it. I mess up words all the time. Just go yeah. with go with go with what you feel. And you're saying something okay. nice, so you can say anything you want. <laughs> okay. Well, no, I have to say, Hugh, you got the most bubbly personality I've been listening to, and it brightens my day. Same thing with you, Joe. Same thing with the morning show. Those guys just crack me up. They help me get through the hump of the Super Bowl. And you guys are awesome. So when your contract is up, I will fly up from Florida and negotiate for you. We got Appreciate an agent. We got an agent, got an agent out agent. of this. Yeah, we got an agent. <laughs> Bridget, you're hired. I don't think Dave and Rod are gonna like us after <laughs> this one. <laughs> I think it's gonna be a whole a whole problem. Yep. Okay. Now here is my thing with you were talking about rules when I heard about them, but I want to know: is there a rule? I'm back to this turf issue. Is there a rule that they have to check the turf out before they go out to the field? Not before the game, but like a couple of days before. Oh, she! You must be talking about the the head turf guy. Yeah, that's the side father. Super Bowl, the side. The, that's his name, the side father. Oh, yeah, that's what he calls. Sounds himself. a little bitter. Sounds a little bitter to me. Yeah, sounds a little bitter. <laughs> so, Bridget, they, I, you know, they are supposed to, of course. I mean, I, it is. I guess there's a point if they started to realize a day or two before they were in some trouble with that sod. Where they're kind right. of screwed at that point because, like, what do you do then, right? You can't get a new field. But I, I, I just – I still can't believe they allowed it to be that bad for the biggest stage for the NFL the whole season. It's crazy to me. Yeah, yeah. I just want to know, is there is – that that should be a new rule or something. I have every – you know, go check it out or something. Or it's up to the, you know, the stadium to, you know, keep up with it because – our guys keep up our nice turf. Why can't they do it out there? See, th- this is this is information that I don't readily have. But okay. I I do recall, if I'm not mistaken, I do recall doing a walkthrough at the stadium. In Jacksonville. In Jacksonville. If I'm not mistaken, I might be wrong on that because, you know, it's, that was a long time ago. But it's on the players to bring as many different shoes as they possibly can. I used to always wear studs. And if I was playing on a field that was potentially slippery or whatever or, 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 or too wet, 
always wear longer studs in the front so that I can get grip because that's not an excuse that you can readily use. And this side father dude that that told on the his I guess his protege, he's probably like there's like when I, when I hear people say stuff like that and that becomes a story, I always think what is your end game? Like did you get fired? Like why of all of a sudden is this why are you coming out telling on people? So I don't know what his end game is because this is the first time that I've ever heard a, a story being told about the Super Bowl turf in years. You know, because there's been times where we've seen games where people have slipped and mm-hmm. fell and all this other stuff. But for whatever reason, this one has become a bigger story than I, I, I honestly think it needs really bigger than it needs to be. Yeah, and Bridget, the amazing part is they spent $800,000 in this field. Like they tried to get it right and they got it totally wrong. Yeah, and I just think that they should take care of this issue because this thing's been going on ever since. I, I, I'd say like when you were here, Hugh, because I remember when you came down to Jacksonville, you, uh, you guys, I used to listen to the commentaries. You guys bought like 20 pairs of shoes. Don't mess you. around. Hey, mm. hey, Bridget, don't mess around with them shoes now because that's not an excuse that I, I, I feel no. that you could use. I really no, don't. No, no, I'm not blaming the shoes. I'm blaming the turf. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and Bridget, <laughs> no, we have- you're th- you guys are on the ball. You guys are on the ball. It's the turf that's the issue. Yeah. And, and Bridget, we appreciate our new agent, Bridget from Florida, chiming in there. Um, I do think, as we move forward a little bit with all this, you, I mean, this is going to be a thing where the, next year they're, everyone's going to be paying attention to this. Like, they got to get the turf right next yeah. year. Yeah, you're talking about for the Super Bowl or just for in, yeah, in the, general? Yeah, well, in definitely. general, but the Super Bowl. Yeah. I, I, you know what, Joe? I think eventually this is going to die down because it's still fresh in everybody's And mind. it's here. We're talking yeah, about it. I, I don't know if national people are talking about it. But also the Arizona thing, it's always bad there. I, I think it has something to do with the weather. It must be difficult to get the grass right in yeah. that weather. Why don't they just go to turf like, you know, most people? I know. I, just go to turf. I, I don't know. I, are I don't you know. watering and are you fertilizing every day? Yeah, you know what? Maybe they should ask Nick. I mean, he's, he's the fertilizer guy. Yeah, he, he, got some, he got some stories about some, <laughs> some, some dog poo and – and fertilizing stories that he could tell that probably helped the sod file out. Yeah, we might probably have to get another job because he, he probably doesn't have one. Well, now. I think he's isn't he old sod father? Oh yeah, and <laughs> see, th- this is what's it's bringing out the old worst of me. Work Joe. No, no, I, no, no, wait, like he's really old. <laughs> yeah, like, he's like in his nineties. I, I don't think. want to have beef for the ninety-four year old <laughs> no, man. I, but I, like, I, I, I didn't mean he was like sixty-five. No, I meant he's what, old. You know what the funny thing about older people are? Is that if you make a mad, you will get swung on. <laughs> now it might be a old swing, it might be a slow swing, but you you're gonna get swung because he feels like he's at that point in his life where what are you gonna do? Well, not, you're not swinging back. That's the ultimate lose lose situation to be in because <laughs> yeah. if you fight back, you, <laughs> you beat up an old man. Yeah, you you look bad, so or you got beat up. By an you old about man. to get hit by an old man, so don't don't make him mad because he's swinging on you. Are you saying we should stop criticizing the sod father? He's gonna yeah, come after he us. Come no, out. I want beef with the sod father, man. Yeah. I'm not he throwing, worried about he that. He's throwing elbows, everything. He's yeah, trying our, to hurt our you. first national beef, the new midday show <laughs> with the sod father. Let's talk to Mike at King of Prussia. What's up, Mike? Hey guys, how's it going? What's um, going on? Great show. I'm uh, I'm actually a Baltimore guy. I'm up here for work. I've been listening to you guys, um, and it's like deja vu listening to you guys talk about the whole Jalen contract situation coming from Baltimore because we were doing this two years ago, where I I say Jalen should get all the money he should, and I think if Lamar had had agent in our scenario, his mama his agent. Gone. I know, but I think if he had proper, I mean, his mom, you know. I mean, it would be like my mom. Hey, be, hey, hey, be know? careful. That's that's mama now. Be careful I talking know, about I, mama. I know, I know. I'm glad my mom in Baltimore didn't hear this. <laughs> but you know, I just think that you, know, you gotta take what you, you gotta get what you can take. And I think if you get that deal done now and you give him all he wants now, it's gonna be way better than if you wait a year and then Burrow gets his contract, say Lamar gets signed or traded and signed somewhere else. Because I think Lamar's gone. Unfortunately, I love Lamar. What love for him to stay, but I. 
Deshaun's not going to give him a fully guaranteed contract, two hundred fifty million dollars, mm-hmm. and that's apparently what the sticking point is. And so, like for you guys, like I love an awesome quarterback. I think you guys got a really solid future with him. Sign him now. Get that deal done now so you're not where we are talking about trading, you know, one of the top five quarterbacks when he's healthy in the league. Well, and that, I, I'm with you on that. I, I think Lamar is probably done in Baltimore. I, I think they're going to move on from him and trade him because you're right, they don't want to pay him. And, the, Mike, you're, the longer it goes, the more difficult it becomes. So if the Eagles, you know, if if they, if the Eagles want her to take less and he doesn't want to, this could become a thing. It could. Yeah. yeah. But I, I and think, I think that's what it became in Baltimore is I – I don't know what, you know, because you hear all these rumors. I mean, nobody knows what the true offer was. But there was an offer a year a year ago of, you know, someone says, well, 135 or whatever, guaranteed. But who's to say that but if you have an agent in that situation that says, look, Lamar, I can't get you 200. Take 165 right now, 170. Maybe he takes that. But, you know, it is it is. We're here where we are, and I hope you guys get, because, uh, you know, I love, you. I love the Eagles organization as far as, like, you know, coming from, you know, Baltimore, we have a great organization. And I hate the Redskins or the Commanders, so I love every time you guys beat them. Which is always. Mike, yeah. appreciate the phone call. Yeah, like a drunk. Yeah. Hugh, you mentioned earlier with the, you know, the different contracts. We Kirk Cousins back in the day, now Lamar. They're all intertwined, right? Like one guy gets this, other guy gets this. It impacts everything. Yeah, it does. And, and, and the last time that I heard, like, with the Lamar Jackson contract, they were like $100 million apart. They're not bridging that gap. Yeah, that's a that's a hell of a gap to bridge. <laughs> that Evil Knievel couldn't bridge that gap. Yeah, that and you know what? That's I, old school reference, Kyle. Kyle don't know who Evil. I know who Evil Knievel is. Come on, so <laughs> now, school live under a rock. <laughs> I like how we got Harry Potter and Evil Knievel yeah, in the same segment. I had to hit it. I hit it with Evil Knievel because you know we got that older crowd that we got appealed to too. That's why I got range. <laughs> what happened, Evil Knievel? Uh, probably had an accident. Probably. It's over. Is he? Is he I don't think he is. He dead. I don't think he did. <laughs> this happens to those. Right? I, you, you ever forget that the news cycle moves so fast? Like, I, if it's someone not super, super important to the world, you yeah. just kind of forget if they're alive or not? He passed away in 2007. Oh. Wow. I'm, so I'm 15 years off. I'm 16 years oh. ago. Did he jump the Grand I can't, I, I can't remember. Did he jump the Grand Canyon? I can't remember watching that back in the day. bone in his body. Well, I mean, he was evil Knievel. Yeah, he was evil. Oh, he did, yeah. So, tried. Did he did he make it though? Because I don't think uh, he made well. It. I mean, that uh, that doesn't seem to be the way he passed away. So I would imagine that. Yeah, I guess he did. It, make it, it did. Yeah, it seems like he died of more natural kind of causes, okay. health issues, not not the fact that he, he's trying to jump over the Grand Canyon. I remember I had the evil Knievel, the motorcycle, the little zip. Motorcycle. Oh yeah, I had the evil Knievel motorcycles. He was big time. Oh no, okay, so he never actually did the Grand Canyon jump, but it was something that he was. Uh, he was, he, was pl- he was trying yeah, to Yeah, he was planning on doing it. Well, never, that was, never actually did it. It was always like the reference when, when I was a kid. Like if we, you know, if my friends and I were jumping off something or doing There's something. Evil, oh, evil uh, Knievel, there goes yeah. Evil Knievel. Yeah, there it is. And now we're still bringing him up in, in 2023. Yeah. You know? He retired before anything bad happened. So that's a successful career for Evil Knievel. There. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. That's a, it's a pretty good career. 215-592-9494 is how you hop aboard. A little Harry Potter, a little Evil Knievel, Jalen Hurts contract. You see Joe sneaking his little barbs, too, like at the, end of, at the end of the little comments, though, man. You peeped that. I peeped that about Joe, too. He a little snippy, a little snippy. I'm not snippy. He's just trying to, just trying to you know. He's trying to educate. You was about to say it. He was about to say it. I'm He's just trying, trying to, to help everybody, everybody out. He, he was about to say trying to educate we heard everybody. It. I'm helping everyone. <laughs> That's all. Just helping everybody out. All right, 215-592-9494 is how you hop forward. Lots to talk about here. Should Jalen Hurts take less to help out the Eagles? We'll give you the update on the poll question here, Twitter poll question. It is as tight as any of our polls so far on the Midday Show. We'll take all your phone calls, and, of course, we got to do a camp chant. Camp? 
I got, I, Uh-oh. Champ. 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 Yeah, I had it backwards. Yeah. First attempt, not so good. Champ. Champ. Check. And there we go. All the latest for spring training. We'll hear from Sam Fold, some of the guys who compete in a tough division. The rule changes. Do these pitchers like it or not? You hear that? And today, Andrew Painter t- toes the mound for the first time this spring, 19 years old, trying to make team. We'll talk about it. 215-592-949. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I don't like it. You get comfortable, but you don't like it. reviews. I guess you got to get comfortable with it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't like it at all. I think it messes with the game too much. Now we got our first negative review. Welcome Uh back. Pitch clock. Zach Wheeler talking yesterday. Hugh Douglas, Joe Gillard is the midday show. 215-592-9494. So, you know, we love talking about the Phillies here. I love talking about baseball almost as much as anything else. So we're going to do it. We're going to make sure every day, whether, you know, sometimes we'll obviously we'll have a big topic on the Phillies, but we're going to make sure every day here, you, we, we do some Phillies talk leading up to the season. Four weeks from tomorrow's opening day, Andrew Painter pitches today, but we're going to do a, a champ camp check-in every day. So, Hugh, how about that? Zach Wheeler threw yesterday, looked pretty good, threw hard, and, and which is good because last, you know, last uh, postseason he was, he was hurt a little bit. So mm-hmm. it's good that he's feeling healthy and looking healthy, but he does not like the pitch clock. Yeah, I thought that was kind of surprising because he was he he didn't miss any words. Mm-mm. He was just flat out, I don't like it. And it's funny because when I heard the cut, uh, they kind of waited. You know, the, the the interviewers kind of waited to see, you know, because it's like you know you ask a question and you try to ask it in a way where you could get a little bit of response. You know, give you yeah. a little bit of time to set up the next question, or whatever. He was like, "Nah, nah, no, nah. That it's gonna be a problem. I'm. He's not the only one that feels that way. He's not. My thing is now." I'm going to be watching him when the season starts because mm-hmm. I want to see if he's going to be that guy. Well, like you said yesterday, I think it was when we talked about it two days ago, it's going to be in some of these guys' heads. Yeah, and if he's going to be the guy that melts down. I could see by his initial comments, I could see him having a meltdown during the season and saying something very, very negative about the pitch clock. Well, it's interesting with him because he's he's been a phenomenal Philly the last three years. He's He's been worth every penny, but – I noticed with him, Kyle, when he, when he's off, and he's rarely off, but it'll it'll all go in one inning for him. Like he has bad innings, and then he'll still settle back down. But I wonder if like it, this exacerbates those bad innings for I him. You will. Yeah, you're right. It's almost like the dam sort of breaks. And you know, I think one thing about Wheeler though is that he does a pretty good job of of sort of settling himself back in after he lets a few by him. But you know, who knows? Maybe this will be something where it'll start snowballing. I'll I, I tell you what. With that being said, because you guys have seen him a lot more than I have over the last few years. When that happens, when he settles himself down, how much time is he taking? Like, is he getting right back into That's it, or is, he, yeah. or is he taking time? Because I think when he said what he said, there's something 
that he's probably thinking back to mm-hmm. that has him feeling as strongly as he's feeling about this. Because you talk about when he settles down, is he taking longer to get, like, is he waving pitches off? Is he, you know, getting out of the box or is he standing, he's standing in there? How, what is he doing? What is his mannerisms when he's having a rough one? Well, so later in that very same conversation, he was talking to the guys about different ways uh, that pitchers have to, to sort of get around it, you know, like asking for a new ball or, or calling time, stuff yeah. like that. So they know they're already talking about their little workarounds in exactly. the, in, you know, in their little circles. That, that's the problem because when y'all step in, when, they, when the pitcher and the hitter steps in, you're on the clock. So if it's not going right, then you don't have a whole lot of time to try to, you know, get right. You just got to go. You know what it is for me? It's, it's about control. The, the pitcher wants to control the at-bat. It's such a mind game, right? Yeah. When, when am I going to throw the pitch? What pitch am I going to throw? And they, they're losing control now because there's a clock. Like, they have to throw it. Same thing works here. The batter wants to control. If they step out, they'll call for time. Like, they want to they take back control. Well, now they can't either you because they got to be in there with eight seconds to go. They can't just, like, hang out. You know, it, it's funny because it's not a big deal now. And plus, you got a lot of young guys that are playing, so they're kind of used to it. But when, it, when the season starts, it's going to be something that I think that is probably going to be more of a story than it needs to be because what, what MLB is trying to do right now, they're trying to get us adjusted to it right mm-hmm. now. That's what they're trying to do. But I think as the season starts and these games start to matter, guys are going to start chirping about this a whole lot more. It just feels like that's going to be the case. Well, it will be, especially if there's games that are affected by it. 215-592-9494. Are the other thing to throw in here, uh, and then we'll talk about Painter in a second, Sam Fold, he was on uh, the show with John Heyman and, uh, and Joel Sherman talking about the NL East, talking about their, their chances this year. And it was interesting because they were, they were discussing, like, how did you look at yourself? Are you, are you a team you thought, like, when they went in the offseason, heard the question, it was like, do you look at yourself as a team that won 87 games last year because they were the last team to make the playoffs, or mm. do you look at your team as like you were right there to win the World Series? And I thought that's interesting because, like, what are they? That are, is a different mindset. Yeah, though. because are you the team that were this close, or are you the team that barely got in? Here's what Sam Fuld had to say about the division and, and how they're feeling. They're going to be formidable. There doesn't seem to be um, anything stopping them over the next you know foreseeable future. I think they're, they were aggressive this offseason. We were celebrating that DeGrom was not going to be in our division uh, any longer, and then you know, <laughs> learn that Portlander becomes a net. And, <laughs> yeah, they're they're gonna we're gonna have to compete our, our butts off to to win the division against teams like the Mets and the Braves. And I think uh, I'm excited to compete with them. Hugh, it's interesting because there's a lot of excitement, and 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 for and it's real. Like it's understandable. The Phillies could be really good this year and go back to the playoffs, but they're the third team in the odds in their own division. Yeah, because I think if I'm not mistaken, it's it's the Braves first, the Mets second. And, and, and the and two then, of them are pretty, they're pretty close. Like they're yeah, pretty tight. Yeah. And, and I look at, I look at the Mets like this. Last year was the first year in a long time that they actually lived up to the expectations yeah. that were put upon them. And that being said, they faded mightily towards the end. They struggled because they led the, they led the division race the whole year whole down way. there until the absolute end when they needed to. Like that last they, weekend. Yeah. And they looked like they were the class of, of the NL East because they handed it to the Braves early. And, and and then all of a sudden it fell apart. So I don't really know. And as far as the Phillies are concerned, I look at it like this. The momentum that you had to, to do with what nobody thought you could do, that's huge. Now you have a lot of players on the squad that are believing what this team can potentially do. And now you got Rob Thompson that's going to be able to coach a full season, manage a full season. I think the sky's the limit for this squad. Yeah, I do too. And Trey Turner. Let's not forget. Well, that's a major deal. <laughs> major upgrade. Yeah, I mean, that, that changes a lot, and it could help bridge the gap here until Bryce Harper gets back. So, the favorite at plus 135 
over FanDuel. Mets plus 140. So they're basically the same. Like, mm-hmm. those two teams are basically even. They have the Phillies at 3-1. to one. Um, I think we forget they were 14 games back of those two teams last year because the, the, the postseason made it seem like they're better. They got hot, but they were 14 games back. Yeah. And, and you know what? Normally, in the past, baseball, to me, always was like chalk. You know, when you talk about the better teams the in the division, teams. the yeah, top Yankees teams, and, whoever, yeah. like, and, and that's how it's always been. Lately, though, it hasn't been that way. Well, especially they add the playoff teams. Now you just got to get in. Like yeah, the Phillies yeah, showed it. Get it, in. It hasn't been that way. And you talk about, especially in this division, look at the year when the Nationals won. Yeah, 2019. Oh, my gosh. They were like one of the absolute worst teams in baseball. And they, they got in. And they won it. They won it all. It's similar to the Phillies last year. Phillies obviously didn't win it, but those teams teams were pretty similar. Bad team in the beginning, and then they turned it around. So it's going to be fascinating. Four weeks for tomorrow, opening day. But today, Hugh, we get a chance to watch Andrew Painter for the first time this spring training, 19 years old, making his debut. And every time that they've talked about him this spring, it, it does seem like they're giving him a real chance to win this job. Like, bonafide. if he pitches well, he's going to make it. They say he's bona fide. They say he's a real deal. And, and, and you, you talk about, I know a lot of concerns, I think, if I'm not mistaken, one of your concerns was he, he doesn't have a third pitch. Yep. But that seems like they, they don't mind that. Like, they're willing to work around it. He'll learn on the job. Yeah, he, you have to learn on the job. And, I, and, I, and, and you look at him, I, I'm just excited. I'm just Curious to see what is what is he going to look like on that mound as big as he is. He's a big dude, six, like what, seven. Six, seven. Yeah, yeah, big dude. Yeah, and he has been just. Uh, he was drafted a couple years ago. Like he's just every challenge they've given him. Single A, he just made him look like kids. Double A, made him look like kids. And 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 the thing that I can compare him to because you know I was I was in Atlanta all that time is, is Spencer Strider. Spencer Strider comes up. This cat has ice water in his veins. He's wearing the mustache. And and I remember early on, there were there were like his velocity went down just a little bit. And they were asking him about that. And he's like, oh, no, I'm good. And he came back, and he had, he had a phenomenal stretch run throughout the season. Faded a little bit towards the mm-hmm. end. But, you know, when you talk about these young players and, and, and the, the necessity and the need to have arms, I mean, why not throw him out there? Baseball has changed in the sense that when you, when you draft these young kids, you wouldn't see them for like four, five, six years sometimes. Especially high school kids because <laughs> yes. they're so young. Now, I mean, you, there is such need for arms in baseball right now. You can't, you don't have the luxury of waiting around to see. If the guy got some stuff, you got to go ahead and throw him out there. Yeah, I, I, I know there's a sort of a concern with being how young he is and there could be a little bit of overuse or, or just putting him in too much and too often, but the Phillies are sort of in an advantageous position where they're pretty deep in the starting rotation yes. this year where they have guys like Bailey Falser and even Taiwan Walker, who I keep forgetting about, who they just brought in. I mean, they could really be six, five, six deep on that pitching rotation, which you know allows Painter to get a lot of good opportunity. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah, be surprised. Get good rest if he needs it too. And, and, right. and I'm pretty sure you're going to be watching him Yes. You know, making sure that, you know, he's he's doing everything he needs to do. And, and if he, he gets a little fatigue or whatever soreness, just pull him out. You give him a break for a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah I, I think there's a real chance he does make it. And I to Kyle's point, I think they use a six-man rotation during parts of this year just that to give everyone smart. everyone a break, especially because Nola and Wheeler threw a lot of innings last year. Like, the Braves had this two years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, when you go all the way through and play into November, you're, you're – like, Aaron Nola threw more innings than he ever has last year because he had to pitch an extra month. So – the more good pitchers you have, obviously, you know, it, it, clearly it's better. But I, I, I can't wait to watch this kid today pitch for the first time in spring training. 2 one 5 We'll throw the Phillies in as well uh, as we get ready for Andrew Painter's first start. And Jalen Hurts, should he take less to help out the Eagles? It is our Twitter question, sponsored by PI Dental Center. Your smile is the first thing that others see when they meet you. Learn about and schedule your evaluation at PI Dental Center. Dot com. We put the question up at WIP Midday Show. Should Jalen Hurts take less money to help the Eagles? Yes, is currently at 49%. No, at 51%. I mean, that's, that's tight. 
Woo, that's, that's right tight. To, right down the middle. Let's talk to Mike in Northeast Philly. What's up, Mike? Hey, you, Joe. What's going on, What's guys? What's going on, man? Hey, Mike. All right, Joe. I don't know what planet you're on if you don't think <laughs> Jalen should be taking more money, man. Come on. He said planet. Well, I'm like, on I'm on Earth, like and on Earth the there's a salary cap, and, and, and the Eagles have less money to spend on other players <laughs> if they said, give them the most. He said planet. Yeah, you're right. And now, as a fan, I agree with you. But as a working man, I'm trying to get every set I can make. Tell him I'm out there grinding, just just like Jalen's out there grinding. This man had an MVP level season, and you're and like I understand what you're saying. You know, we want to get guys around him, but there's no guarantee that if we don't give money, he's going to come back. Like, well, if I, I don't get paid enough, I'm not going to come back. Right, but does no. your but does your I don't know what whatever you do for a living. Do you guys have a salary cap? I I couldn't tell you that. Well, no, but you, but you don't. But, like, but, you, but you, my, but you have Mike a budget. You know he ain't taking no shorts. He getting his bread. Right, but your bre- right. your bread doesn't doesn't have to affect your 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 whole team. Like if they give you I don't know twenty thousand more a year, or whatever, it doesn't have to affect your business. It doesn't have to. Re- if the Eagles give Hurts fifty million, that's a couple less players they're not going to have around them. That's true, but okay. Let me ask you this: Let's say they offered you uh, to take like twenty more million, and then you couldn't work with you. Are you taking it, or yes, are you he, taking he gone, money? He gone. I can, I can answer yeah, that for you. He gone. Hey. Million? <laughs> Joe, I can, I can answer that for you. Joe gone. Hey, he'll be like, hey, man, it was it was a great two weeks, bro. Hugh, I love you. <laughs> Loved our two weeks together, but $20 million? No, you, 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 you went too high. He gone. He gone. You, you, need, you didn't need to give me a chance to think about that. $20 million. <laughs> All right, 20 grand. 20 grand. He gone. No, at He's least, still gone. No, at least I think about that. He gone. He gone. <laughs> that was leaving. I I know he was taking that too. There you go, twenty grand. So you, yeah, so you I think he's just get his money, Mike? Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, he's earned it, and yeah, like it's gonna be rough, but we can always keep drafting more eventually. And honestly, Jalen needs to keep falling out. He needs to get paid. He's got bills. He's got to pay, and his agent needs to get paid. He needs more clients. I've been saying that all day. Yeah. Yeah, and I tell you what, man. Like to me, this is this is what I'm betting on when I pay Jalen Hurts. And this is the thing that 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 I think we're kind of missing just a little bit. I bet on Jalen Hurts to be better. Like the Jalen Hurts, like as good as he was this year, I need him to be better next year. Like because th- there's that last play in the Super Bowl we threw that duck. Mm-hmm. I, I like and listen that play. Whatever I know, it, it didn't. It make, was over. It, anyway. it was over. It was over. I and think I get he, that. I think he stepped on Kelsey's foot. Yeah, I get that. And I'm not trying. And Trust me, people. I am not making a big stink about that. But it, it wasn't quite a hail mary. But it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't what you want your quarterback to be throwing in that situation. It was uneventful, I know. But he needs to be better than he was last year. That's what you're banking on. That's what yes. you're banking on. What? That he takes that next step. Because when you look at him, Joe, he he his jump from that last year to this year, incredible, was huge. Because going into this year, I said it at the, as a start. I said one of two things going to happen: either he's going to make a ton of money, or he's going they're going to draft another quarterback. Because mm-hmm. that's what that's what Howie did. Howie has his bets. When Howie got that tenth pick, Howie was hedging his bets, and that's the thing that y'all need to realize. Howie's a businessman. Well, think about it: the tenth and thirtieth pick, which we're going to talk about for the next month and a half, right? Yes. If Hurts had not played well, they were drafting a quarterback. They were going to use those two. Well, obviously, it wouldn't have been the thirtieth pick if Hurts didn't play well. They yeah. would, it would have been like the fifteenth. But they would have used those two picks to jump up to get one of these kids we're talking yes. about. That's what Howie did when Howie. Listen, when Howie made all those moves a few years ago, when they got rid of Wentz and got these draft picks, he was he was looking to see, okay, I'm gonna give you a chance, and if you don't make good on this opportunity, then I'm gonna draft somebody else. He made good on it. So now he needs to get paid. 
that that was a that was a gamble that how we made how we how we lost. If, if you want to look at it like that, now Jalen won, pay the man. Yeah, well, you know what helps Jalen is the contract. Like if, if the first if you're a first round pick, you had that extra year on the contract. Like th- he they got to do it now yeah, off his best it, yeah, season. Yeah, it's good timing for her. It's two one five five nine two ninety four nine for Will is up on WFP. Hey, Will. How's it going, guys? I ain't talk to y'all in a minute. What's going on? Hey, here? Will. Um, how about how about this with Jalen? Give him a nice fat signing bonus, and then give him a Bobby Bonilla type contract. Bobby Bonilla. So that means everyone's laughing at this deal like thirty years from now, and they're still paying him. No, no, not necessarily. Not necessarily that long, but just so it is spread it out so it's like team friendly. But he still gets his money. Yeah, I know what you mean. Kind of, kind of like Mahomes did to an extent. The, yeah. the, the Bonilla thing always makes me laugh. The, the Mets, I think it was <laughs> like. Not that ignorant. Don't be that crazy. I think they, uh, Hugh, also, I think they owed, the Mets owed Bobby Bonilla five, like $5 million left on his deal like th- 25 years ago. And they were like, well, we don't want to pay you five now. We'll give you a million dollars a year for the next 30 years. And he's like, all right. So every year they owe him a million dollars. That's a nice deal. That's great. That's a nice deal. Yeah. But um, also, remember. That's, that's a lot of money to give one player. And Cincinnati a few years ago, their owner said something about that, and the, the league went crazy. Well, said, it, why, should we give, why, should we, why should we give a player that much money and it's going to wreck your um, salary cap? I, I tell you what. But then you can't miss with your draft. You I know where you're going to go, and I'm with you. Get a man his money. No, I, I tell you what. The, like When you talk about the Cincinnati owner saying that about his team – it's going to be interesting. I, I guarantee you, whatever quote that you quoted that they said, it's going to change next year. You know why? Probably will. No, there ain't no probably to it. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no probably to it, brother. Joe Burrow about oh, to get paid, mm-hmm. paid. Oh, one last thing. Hey, you. Yo. Thanks for the memories, brother. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. Thank you for the All call, right, Will. You guys take care. You All too. Right. You got it. Well, you're right, you, about Burrow. Burrow. I'll tell you what. The money, Joe, that Joe Burrow is going to get, I'm telling you, we complaining, not complaining, but we're 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 going back and forth about the money that we're potentially going to pay Jalen Hurts. It's going to pale in comparison to what Joe Burrow is about to make. And he, I think, he has even more leverage because, like, with the, the Eagles, I don't know how the negotiations go, but they could be like, "Listen, Jalen, we, we've won a lot before you got here, right? We're a good organization." Joe Burrow could walk in that room and be like, I, "I doubled the, the franchise's playoff win total in two years." Yes, he did, and he he. Listen, Joe Burrow can walk into that office and say, I want to start my negotiation with 50% ownership of the Cincinnati Bengals. And they'll look at him, and he can just walk out. <laughs> what are they going to say? What are you going to say? What are you going to say? Yeah, that organization was terrible. Joe Burrow was one to two plays away from going back to the Super Bowl, back to back. What are you going to tell that young man when he walk in the office and say, hey, listen, we need to start this contract negotiation with at least 30% ownership of the, of the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, if you win with the Lions or the Bengals, you get extra credit. <laughs> you do. You do. <laughs> I, want a, I want half. I want half of all of this. Because if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't be relevant right now. Oh, not how, even close. how relevant is the Cincinnati Bengals? You know how relevant the Cincinnati Bengals are? Let me tell you. You know the chant that the, the Saints had, who that? Yeah, they stole it. Who they that? stole it from the Bengals. Yeah. Who knew that until after like two years ago? Didn't nobody know that? That's how irrelevant you were, Cincinnati Bengals fans, that your fan base wasn't even mad enough to claim <laughs> your 
thought process of making the who day, y'all just gave it to the Saints because you didn't have you didn't have no claim to it. Well, you, you know how I know you're correct about that statement you just made is because because it's random well, and I do random stuff. <laughs> I vividly remember text my friends being like, like this was last year. I'm like, wait, the Bengals and the Saints have the same. Yeah, they stole I, it. I just noticed it. Yeah, because they didn't. You know why they didn't care? Because they weren't relevant. <laughs> now you're relevant. Now you want to claim some stuff that you ain't claimed in like 20 to 30 years. Now you want to claim it. That's that's what winning does for you. It, it puts hair on your chest, and it allows you to go out there and slap the big dude on the lawn and say, hey, I'm taking that back. Well, it's kind of like when, when the, the Patriots were a joke of an organization before yeah. Brady got there, and then they became a power. And then now, now you can't stop them Patriots fans from talking. No, well, can't stand them. Well, especially all, the, all those Boston fans. Yeah, they, 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 they're, they're different. Yeah, they're, they're annoying. Black, Black Gritty's up. What's up, Black Gritty? Black Gritty! Uh, Hugh, what it do? You're sitting next to Bizarro Joe today. <laughs> Bizarro Joe. Biz- Bizarro Joe. You know, like Superman, he thinks he's saving something, but he just wrecked everything. That's, that's, that's what uh, Joey Bear, Bizarro Joe. These are his two identities. I'm trying to help. Joe is trying city. to feel. Joe Joe has Super Bowl aspirations. Joe don't want to wait a couple years. Joe want to go uh, back you know, to the Super Bowl you, you, right you know, now. You know, what his, you know what his Super Bowl aspirations are? He's a company man toting the company line with his Ooh. company Twitter poll out here. What oh, company? Nobody wants oh, to get wow. out. Shut your mouth. You got four hours to talk. Let me wow. talk. Company, go ahead. Company line. You know what? Oh, you know what? We need a new stadium. We want the taxpayers to pay for it. The billionaires to get it free, and then the billionaires sell to other billionaires to get naming rights. While the fans pay for everything. You want? You don't want this man to get his contract. Back in the day, they used to give free contracts to rookie quarterbacks, and everybody was like, "Oh, you can't pay them that way. They ain't earned it." So we go to two ways. We got to earn it to get paid. Oh, you earned it. We can't pay. You got to take a discount. What you're saying is, is that my general manager sucks. Because I just watched Patrick Mahomes take half a billion dollars and take his team back to a Super Bowl, back to conference championships, and win a Super Bowl. So what you're saying is the GM sucks and he needs help. And his job is not to get help from this young Thundercat that went out there and deserved to get his check. Guaranteed get his money. Second runner-up at MVP. One, three points away from getting me a Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts, that answers all the right questions. Philadelphia. You know how hard it is to walk back to Philadelphia? You yeah, I'm yelling at you right now. Get us a radio host. That man has to play quarterback you in Philadelphia and stand tall and answer questions. Pay the man. Push your mouth. Stop being he, a company and cutting that up. company line. I'm telling you, you do what to do. Watch this. Stop. 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 I love you guys. We love you too. <laughs> we love you. You, you, you hang up after that because ain't nothing. Else. I mean, he, well, he calmed down at the end. He said he loves us. I don't know about company man though. That's not, not I don't know. company. That's strong because like company man does not sound. That's not a good. That's not a good thing. I'm not be. a company man. I am. I'm an advocate for the team, <laughs> for the city. I just want to win. The fans. I just want to win. Take less money because I want to win. <laughs> Listen, don't like I, I don't think it's it's also fair to say that Howie stinks. If if he it, it's it's just the truth. It's harder to build a team when you have a really really expensive quarterback. So if we make that quarterback a little less expensive, it's easier. But Howie put pressure on himself too. He did when he talked about yo, I'm the first to give you what you always wanted. You need to respect me. Okay, Howie, we respect you. Do it again. I thought you were going to do your Howie numbers. impression again. Oh, you want you man? That, I was the first guy to do this for y'all. We're I trying to make my, the team. We're yeah. trying to we trying to feel a good team. You need to respect this. That was a little better. All right, then. Well, go ahead and feel the new team, then. But give me my money. 
Listen, I just you guys all want Howie Roseman to juggle here. You're tying one yes, hand behind his back. That's his job. Let him. Have, well, he, but it'd be easier to do his job with I've seen less one of the cap. Ju- like, you don't act like you ain't never seen no one hand juggling. Now, Let, let's not act like I it have. can't be done. I, I mean, it can be done, but it's easy to juggle <laughs> with both don't hands. Don't act like it can't be done, Joe. Now I'm picturing. I got you, bro. I got you. I got you, bro. I'm actually now picturing Howie literally juggling. Yo, you know what? Juggle with your feet. If you that if you that dude, like you didn't put it out there. What you tell the fans? Hey, I did y'all a favor. Juggle with your feet then, Howie. You know, I, he- I heard you say favor. A favor would be Jalen Hurst taking less money to help me. <laughs> that's the favor I want to see. 215-592-949. From the other side, we'll play for you again what Howie said at the Combine yesterday about how they're going to navigate the Hurts contract situation. Use a really interesting word to describe it. It made me think about Hurts taking less. That's coming up. All your phone calls. 215-592-9494. Hugh Douglas, Joe Gillio, Sports Radio 94 WIP. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15? Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.